the Smiley J Artist Zone, a platform for and about independent artists, music, interviews, and much, much more. Now, give it up, your host, Smiley J. Welcome to the Smiley J Artist Zone, a cool space dedicated to independent creators, which includes singers, songwriters, musicians, instrumentalists, and also comedians. Yes, because music and laughter is a stress reliever. Come on now, who doesn't love to laugh? And who doesn't love music? Yeah, I wait. Mm-hmm, that's what I thought. Because everyone loves good music and everyone loves a good hearty laugh. I know I do. Happy New Year's to everyone. I miss you guys. This is my first show in the tutu. You know, I was you know I was a little bit under the weather, but I'm feeling better and I'm back. Yes. And I want to welcome everyone. Thank you guys for hanging out with me today. I appreciate it. Now, if this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad that you dropped by. And I would just love it if you come back. You can catch me on Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can also listen to the show on your favorite music music streaming platform, such as Apple, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Pandora. You know, just in case you didn't know, all of the major music streaming platforms have a dedicated space for podcasters like me. Yes, that's what's up, which means that you can listen whenever and wherever you choose. Yep, yep, you are the captain. Just remember to hit that follow button wherever you choose to follow. I'm sorry, wherever you choose to listen. And you can also uh, you can also catch me on Sundays uh, on Urban Soul 95. Yes. So, okay, I am so excited. I have a super talented guest hanging out with me today in the Artist Zone. And when I, I just want to promise you guys that you are going to enjoy his music. You know, I don't like to make promises, but I'm going to promise you guys that you're going to enjoy this. You're going to enjoy today's guest. Now, before I bring him on, let me just tell you a little bit about him. His name is Ruckus, half rapper, half writer, all storyteller. Ruckus' gift is lyricism bordering on poetry with a penchant for interweaving stories over an eclectic canvas of sounds ranging from gritty hip-hop to rhythmic Afrobeat. Yes, his latest project entitled Naw, which consists of six slamming songs, and trust me, they're slamming songs, and his EP is a must-hear Trust me, I promise you. You guys, put your hands together and help me welcome today's guest, Rockus. <laughs> Greetings, welcome to the Smiley J Artist Zone. How are you today, sir? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm well. I'm glad to have you here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, well, you know what? First of all, let me just say this. Congratulations are in order for you. Yes, Congratulations to you. you on a lot of things. So let me let me just run it down the line. <laughs> Congratulations to you on your new music. Thank you. Thank your you. new home. Yes, thank you. Your new marriage. And, and, and shout out to your beautiful wife. Yes, that's the biggest one of all. So thank you for that. Yeah. Yes. And listen, can I just say that you guys are, are a good-looking couple? <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. She, she's doing most of the heavy lifting there, so... <laughs> But I'll take it. I'll take it. Yes. And, you know, also, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure that you will uh, grab some new followers and fans from the Smiley J listening audience. And that's a okay. good thing. Hey, new fans. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, you know, let's talk about the music and the man. 
Okay. So um, I know that you have like millions of dedicated fans, but um, you know, I just thought tonight we'll talk to the newbies. We're gonna talk to all the newbies out there who may not be familiar with your work, um, but you know, they will know how dope your music is at the end of uh, at the end of this interview. So you are Nigerian bred, which means that you have traditional uh, Nigerian uh, family values. Absolutely, yeah, definitely. I, I grew up in a 100% Nigerian household, you know, but I grew up in America. And so it was like living in two countries at once. It's like mm -hmm. when I'm home, you know, it's it feels like Nigeria. I'm eating Nigerian food, the, the culture and the values that I'm being taught are Nigerian values. But then, you know, when I step outside and I, you know, at the time when I was growing up, you know, I lived in primarily uh, minority uh, neighborhood. And so, you know, I was around a lot of black American and Hispanic people. Mm -hmm. And so I, I assimilated into that culture as well. So it was always a balancing act of, you know, being Nigerian when I walked through the door for the house, but then stepping out into the, the kind of the wide variety of American culture when I stepped out of the house. Good. So you had that good mix, you know, that, and that's a good thing. Yeah, it's a good thing. It just there's things in in every culture that you want to maintain and emulate because they come from a really great place. And then there's mm -hmm. there's also things where you're like, uh, that's not very progressive. And so, you know, having a multitude of cultures around you gives you a chance to kind of mix and match uh, what are some of the, the best things that I could get from Nigerian culture and the best things that I could get from uh, American culture and then, you know, try to make that who I am. And, and what a beautiful blend it is. Thank you. Thank you. Now, your music is, oh my gosh, your music is very conscious, purposeful, and powerful. Um, I mean, like, you have topics that includes... And I'm speaking to the newbies, you know, I'm speaking because your fans, they know all about you. So you, your, your music includes topics that includes like black family, black love. And you even uh, you even tackled on uh, black people and religion. Yes. Yes. Um, your song, Black Jesus, which some may uh, perceived as edgy, but I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I think um, it was. With Black Jesus, it was really important for me to, um, the phrase I would use is decolonize my faith, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I'd kind of openly wondered, I, I was having a conversation with my father and, and we were just talking about, you know, now my, my parents are older. And so nowadays I'm, I'm constantly picking their brain about how things were and how they really felt, you know, uh, back in the day. And so my parents lived in in Nigeria back, you know, in the 40s, 50s, 60s, mm -hmm. you know. And different era, yeah. A, mm -hmm. a totally different era. And so, you know, I had a lot of questions about, you know, hey, what did, what did it look like, you know, from a religious standpoint where they're, you know, because my, my dad's parents didn't even practice Christianity. They, mm -hmm. you know, so... I asked about the differences and then that just got me kind of down this this rabbit hole of like, you know, how does our faith, how what ways is our faith colonized? And then you start looking at the whitewashing of mm -hmm. of Christianity. The, the imagery is all, you know, uh, pale skin, blue eyes, 
you know, straight hair, Jesus, you know, mm-hmm. and it, and it makes you wonder what does that do for the people who that was made for, which is obviously, you know, a lot of white people. It's, not it's us, made yeah. To make that, yeah, not us, made to make them feel uh, uh, integrated into Christianity, make it feel like it's about them, make them feel more savior-like. Mm-hmm. And what does it do to the people who are excluded and who are kind of erased from that biblical history? And and that was kind of the, the genesis no pun intended. That was the genesis <laughs> of of Black Jesus was like, let me talk about what Christianity feels like to black people and what's what's missing. And also how other black uh, faith systems and belief mm-hmm. systems, how they they get demonized, you know, exactly, and, you know, so whether it's, you know, you know, hoodoo, voodoo, whether it's traditional uh Yoruba religions or mm-hmm. traditional Igbo religions and, and whether they're, you know, monotheistic or not, like these things all get kind of looked at as witchcraft or black mm-hmm. magic and they're just different belief systems, you know? And so that, that was something I wanted to tackle as well. And so that's it. I've, I've seen an amazing, uh, amazing response to, to the song that. and to the video as well. So. I, I love that. I love that because not everybody subscribes to the same deity. I mean, we all have different beliefs and different, you know, ideologies, but it doesn't mean that, you know, uh, yours should be demonized because it's not, you know, part of the traditional faith. So I just want to say thank you for that. Oh, I appreciate it. I do. Um, and, and sparking, you know, some, some critical thinking and making people maybe have an aha moment. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people did have an aha moment a lot of people were like huh I didn't really think about it and um you know there were some people who you know their parents and their in in their communities maybe had churches where they did try to be conscious of that and and have you know black Jesus figures and and paintings and and art Mm -hmm. and all that but in a lot what I found was in a lot of areas it was the same experience that I had which was you know the entire holy family, so to speak, in Christianity was was white. And so if you had any paintings or pictures or candles, candle holders, they, it was always this white Jesus. And if you watched any of the movies that were really mainstream, mm-hmm. it was always a white Jesus played by a white actor. And so uh, I think there's like a, a shared experience there that many people kind of try not to think about because they're you know when we're when we're praying and when we're observing our faith we're we're not necessarily concentrating on on the race of Mm -hmm. on the imagery yeah and imagery there but uh i think it's i think it's a really interesting concept for particularly for younger people as they're coming up because we all at some point kind of get unshackled from what our parents' beliefs were. And we have to kind of step out and decide on our own. What yes. what do I believe? You know, how do I believe the world works? And it's in those moments that you start kind of critically evaluating belief systems. And when you do, I feel like that imagery is is a part of it for this this new era of young people who have access to a ton of information. Mm-hmm. So simply seeing that 
you know, that Jesus is white or that or that depictions are not accurate of him based on the words and the and kind of the the anthropological side mm-hmm. of it tied to you know what they're seeing in their in their churches that might be enough to turn them off and so i just wanted to give an alternative perspective and you know what and i want to thank you for being responsible and 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 creating um food for thought if you will yeah. you know so thank you for that because i mean because it a lot of a lot of times, you know, we're taught that you don't question things, especially religion. And depending on what era you came up in, you just didn't ask those questions, even if you had some doubt in your mind. So, I mean, you presented it in art form. I think it's totally dope, and I, I just I personally want to thank you for that. Thanks, thanks. So, it. so with that said, um, would you say that? You are very intentional with your messages that you deliver to your audience, to your fans. I am super intentional. <laughs> um, I, I don't think I always was that way. I've always had like a, a, a kind of a conscious side to me, you know. But, you know, when you first start making music uh, as an artist, I think many artists can relate to this. You just people tell you you're good at it and you're trying to find your way and and your voice and there's things that might discourage you there weren't a lot of conscious uh rappers when in in houston when i was trying to kind of come up and so i was kind of all over the place you know Mm -hmm. sometimes it would be conscious sometimes it would be about girls sometimes it'd be about money all these things and i think you know uh after being signed to a deal and kind of going through the music business process and seeing how easily uh, my art could be changed by uh, the powers that be and 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 commodified in this way that, uh, you know, I might have an idea for a song, but then they're like, uh, that's not really the demo we're going mm-hmm. for. Why don't you do this and that? And, you know, by the time uh, I was leaving my deal, I felt like, I was not I was not represented in my music the way I wanted to be, you know, and the songs that the label pushed were songs that didn't really tell the story of who Ruckus was. It, it was mm-hmm. just, you know, it was just me rapping about some stuff that I didn't really care for that much. And it hits different when you're performing in front of, you know, 5000 people and it's a song that you don't really care for and doesn't mm-hmm. re- represent you. So um, coming out of that deal, I, I think I became considerably more intentional because I felt like whatever I put out into the world needs to represent me and I need to be proud of it because that's that's kind of my legacy. And you know what? And, and, and always be true to thyself. So so good for you for that. Thank you. Thank so you. Um, let's talk about your project. Oh, my God. It is just amazing. <laughs> now, for me, the host, the hardest part for me was, like, trying to figure out which song. I'm like, I want to I I play them all. And I, <laughs> I eventually will. I know that I will because I love them all. So um, can you tell the folks who are not, you know, not familiar with your work, could you tell them about your, your EP? Sure. Uh, so I, my latest EP is called Noir, and, and that's N-O-I-R, and that's French for Black. I love everything about the CP. Um, the entire EP 
is about blackness. It's about, as you said, uh, blackness in relation to religion. It's about blackness and how it affects, uh, you know, the way we raise our kids. It's about blackness and how it affects our relationships. You know, the the kind of the dynamic between black women and, and black men. It's about reclaiming the the pride in in blackness, which is kind of talked about in black magic. It's about blackness and the attempts to erase it in the city and the and the hopes on how to counter that in in a track I have called Black Card. So everything is about us. It's about being black and the the highs and lows that come with that. And and kind of telling these stories and having these lyrics that people can really connect with and that really resonate to them uh, as far as things that they, they experience in their life, whatever mm-hmm. phase they're in. And, um, and then let me add, guys, got to check out every song. And you'll probably be like me and just probably just love them all. I, I, I can't even say I have a favorite. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's nice to be able to just listen to an EP from beginning to end and you just love Every song, every lyric, everything about it. I mean, that doesn't happen a lot. I mean, at least for me. Well, thank you. One one thing that I wanted to achieve with the project, though, is I I wanted it to be uh, short and sweet, but I also want so you know it's got about I think it's about twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not going to overwhelm you. But then more importantly than that, it there's times you know as someone who listens to conscious music, there's times that conscious music can kind of. Uh, hit you over the head or be too somber or too preachy. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to make a project that was, that was like that. I wanted to make a project where if you decided you want, you want to clean up the house on a Saturday afternoon and you just need something to vibe to, mm-hmm. you can put this on and, and not even really listen to the words and the sound canvas, the soundscape for this could still allow you to groove and and feel what you're doing. But if you do decide to kind of lock in, put the headphones on, and you want something that you can really listen to and that kind of feeds your soul, that it could do that as well. So uh, that was the balance that, that I was trying to strike. And you know what? Bingo, you did it. You did it. It's a, it's a perfect balance. <laughs> if I may use the word perfect, because to me, it's a perfect balance. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, I have to mention this before we get into your music. I have to mention this, um, that you recorded a song, um, Dear Tatiana, uh, a tribute song that was dedicated to the daughter of the late Oscar Grant, um, who was from the Bay Area, lost his life at the hands of the police. Um, Very sad story. But your tribute, your tribute is, is a beautiful, heartfelt tribute uh, f- for such an ugly, unfortunate, uh, fatal uh, incident. Yeah. Um, I hate that you even had to record that song. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was that was um, that was tough, and that was a very emotional time. I mean, I, to even think about it, that's a, you know, yeah. that's over ten years ago now. It's like yeah. The, what, 13, but you know, I had to mention it years. to the folks who yeah. you know may not be familiar with your works that you you've been doing this a while and you've been you've been intentional for a while. So you know, I had to bring it up, even though I struggle with it. But I'm like, I you know, I have to. 
bring it up. Yeah, I, I struggle yeah. with it. I struggle with it too, you know. And uh, I've even struggled in in recent times because I've done, you know, whether it's uh, Oscar Grant, whether it's Trayvon Martin, uh, you know, there's so many. There's been so much loss of black life that uh, I've written about and put to to song to try and kind of empty myself and rid myself of those uh the the grief and the emotion and at some point like it, you know I, I think i looked through a folder at one point and i was like man i have so much song yeah. about death you know and it really it really made me sad and so i i kind of made my mind up um you know the last few times that uh some things happened that i just kind of needed to find a different way to, to have an outlet. But, mm-hmm. you know, back in, back in, I think it was 2008 when, when this incident happened with Oscar Grant, um, it, it was crazy because, you know, I didn't, I was not on, you know, social media wasn't what it was. I think Twitter was fairly new mm-hmm. and, uh, I had just, uh, a producer sent, we were talking about, Oscar Grant and he sent me this beat because I told him I was like man I just got to get this out of me like I'm I I just feel terrible about this and I just need to put it to song and so he sent me this beat and I recorded over it and I didn't and I sent it to him and he loved it so much and you know I didn't really think anything else of it and he put it on YouTube and on Twitter and it just kind of went crazy yeah Uh, I mean it, got it, went, it was picked up, yeah. Yeah, it got it. So it it got word of the song got back to the family, and then uh, they asked me to to send them like a a CD. That's how long ago it was. Wow. They asked me to send them a CD. I sent it because uh, Oscar Grant had a, a you know a daughter named a beautiful Tatiana. daughter. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I sent it, and she loved the song, you know. But it also make her cry sometimes, but. Funny enough, in uh, I had signed a deal, and I was in I was in Nigeria. This is 2012 or 2013, and I got reached out to uh, by the family, and they said that there was a movie that was uh, in production mm-hmm. that it it was untitled at that time, but that it was being uh, uh, created by Forrest Whitaker, and that they wanted to put. Uh, my song in this movie so that led to some talks unfortunately the talks because of budget the talks broke down but that movie ended up being Fruitvale Station yes uh which a lot of people know I think that was one of Michael B. Jordan's first Mm -hmm. really big Mm -hmm. movies and in the process of that um Zendaya had taken a liking to yes uh, the actress yes and so she was trying to figure out a way to kind of remake the song and be on the song. And then it turned into like a record label thing. And so it didn't happen, but she, she ended up tweeting about the song. And so the song, even though there's just a video, like there's some video on YouTube, it's not, no, it, it's like a clip art video or something, yeah. but I mean, it's got thousands and thousands. And it still has legs. So, yeah. So, uh, that was, uh, that was a really cool experience. And that was my first experience with Zendaya. So I think, you know, her heart was, was really in the right place. I've kind of liked her ever since. 
You know, you are such a cool guy, and I, I'm so glad that I had this opportunity. And thank you to um Yes, for Ty. Yeah. Yes. Shout out to you. Thank you, girl. Yes. And you were just so cool, and I was like, I'm going to make this happen. And I'm like, it's the beginning of the year. And you know what? You are my first, absolutely first, as I mentioned in your bio, half writer, half uh, rapper, storyteller. You are the first. Yay. <laughs> yes, I'm, yes. I'm glad. I'm glad I could I could be the first. And and, you know, I'm hoping as much as, you know, as much as I love music, uh, my interests drift, you know, beyond that. And so I do a lot of writing uh, and I'm hoping that you know, the music is one thing, but that the stories find their ways out. I'm working on a book right now, also working on some scripts as well. And so, awesome. uh, you know, I, I just think that if you have something inside of you, if you have a talent and a gift or, or voice, then you have to find different ways for that to manifest. It doesn't have to just be one way. That's you know? right. You got the main thing is you got to let it out. Exactly. And, and and thank you for letting yours out. And thank you for your gift. I mean, I love it. So listen, before you go, you've got to tell the folks how they can get at you, how they can follow you, and how they can, you know, listen to all this good music. Because I want them to experience what I experience. Absolutely. Uh, on social media, you can find me at Ruckus Live. That's R-U-K-U-S-L-I-V-E. That's usually my handle everywhere. So whether it's uh, on Twitter, whether it's on Instagram, uh, YouTube channel, same thing, youtube.com slash ruckus live, R-U-K-U-S-L-I-V-E. And then so on all the things I'm 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 ruckus live. And then if you want to hear my music, uh, you can go on to any streaming platform and just look up uh, ruckus, R-U-K-U-S. And the project that we've been talking about today is called Noir, N-O-I-R. So just search for Ruckus Noir, and uh, I promise it'll be a good listen for you. And it won't be too long, 20 minutes, and you'll probably run it back. Run one or two songs back, share it with a friend. And please check out the Black Jesus video. Yes! Uh, I think it was a video, personally, yes. and I'm, I, I know I'm biased because it's me, right? But... I'm also my harshest critic, but I think that that video was probably one of the best videos uh, of last year. So uh, check it out. It's on my YouTube. Uh, Thousands of people have have loved it and shared it. So uh, please join the join the crowd. Yes. And And let me just add. You can toot your own horn when it's like that. Me, 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 me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you again, Ruckus, for your time today. Um, uh, you know, I, best wishes and luck in, in all that you do with your book and your music. I'm always going to be in the winds watching and listening and reading. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Peace. Peace. Dreads like Lauren, accent foreign, bald head or curly hair like 06 Corin. Put your records on, she said while pouring up a glass. And the DJ didn't ask, he just started playing jazz. Like that Coltrane vibe, 
in a sentimental mood that's when we locked eyes on some nina meet darius love jones with various characters i asked for her sign she's an aquarius you get shy if people stare at us she nodded no asked if i'd been to selma said you gotta go jill over by do she like malcolm not martin she bougie but she's still buy ramen noodles by the carton she told me go back to africa after the party not like a booty scratcher she talking marcus garvey on some start a revolution and liberate black bodies only buy black owned spend your money at home and i said i've been on the same way Like Janet, pixie like Nia, hair over her eye like 96 Aaliyah. She one in a million, black queen resilient. She hates being called strong because she really has feelings. I feel that. We lay and stare at the ceiling, talk about books we reading to find healing. She's a feminist, seeing sexism irks her. She don't believe in hoes, please call them sex workers. She tells me black men are the white men of black people. We both black, but I'm female. How is that equal? I start to argue, but it's hard to. She good with words. She asks, ever had to scream and hope that you were heard? Or feel afraid saying no to what a guy asks you? Or feel afraid someone could grab and kidnap you? Damn, I answered no to it all. She said, we gotta protect each other for the long haul. And I said, I've been on the same way. I want to thank you for your time and your attention. It's that time. Yes, yes. All good things come to an end. But it was a lot of fun. And I want to thank today's guest, Mr. Ruckus, for his good energy and good music. I told y'all he was a super cool guy and dope music. Two for two. Not bad, right? Now, y'all know the drill around these parts. You like what you hear, you download it, and you add it to your playlist. Yes, that's how we get down. Now, don't forget to follow uh, Ruckus on all of his social media pages. That's Ruckus Live. And also, uh, check out his EP, Listen and Learn, okay? Until next time, I'm going to need you guys to be well, stay safe, and remember to listen to good music. Your ears will thank you for it. I'm Smiley J, and I'm out. Bye for now.